Welcome to Being Bipolar. I'm your host, Doobie. I'm going to introduce you into my madness, and hopefully it'll help you with yours. Hola, boys girls. <clears throat> Welcome to Being Bipolar, brought to you by Doobie Snacks. Almost as good as Pope on a Rope, but... Trust me, next time you get sent to prison, get a lot of them. They're great conversational pieces in the shower. Alright, well, today is the first episode of having segments. So, my first segment, opening segment, and the first one ever here on Being Bipolar is called Mentally Ill Celebrity. Um, Mick for short. So, today, on this episode, we will have our first Mick. Now, I had to think long and hard about this one, but mm, I didn't want it to be negative, so I had it all picked out and ready to go until on Facebook I saw Ivan Moody, the lead singer for Five Finger Death Punch, he came out singing, having a great concert, and then notices this girl in the front being pushed out, having a seizure. Stops the whole thing, the whole show, everything. Starts guiding them and telling them what they do, and the, the bodyguards couldn't understand the getting the girl on her side during a seizure. So he drops everything and jumps out there. And, you know, sits with her and makes sure that she's okay until the medics could get there. Now, we all know that if you're a follower of Five Finger Death Punch, we all know that Ivan has his issues with mental health. The one thing I love about Five Finger is the lyrics in their music. Remember Everything is my one and only that's everything that describes what i have gone through um that song with maybe five six others that he has lyrically introduced into my world and made it a lot more comfortable knowing that somebody feels the same way that i do so my shout-out for our first Mick, Ivan Moody, Five Finger Death Punch. Keep it going, brother. We love you. Now, on to the main show, <clears throat> where we're going to talk about empathy, being an impact, how to use it, and I'm not talking about the astrology that has been done by so many different civilizations that it didn't work out too well for them. So I'm not going to follow the Zodiac to find fortune and gold and whatever. Okay, well, I'm talking about feelings that you're able to feel from other people. Uh, that gut feeling that when you are having a conversation and you feel that the person's emotions are 
flaring or getting sad, things like that. Um, some people get it naturally and some people get it with experience, but a lot of people just mistaken it or don't judge it the right way or just don't understand it and pass it off. The gut feeling, if you want to call it being an empath, you call it whatever, but that's just your mind going through experiences that you've seen, heard, or been through. Your mind is a very tricky trap, and it remembers your history, and every memory is your history, is going to be analyzed. In your head, you're already figuring out from your past experiences how to get out of the same situation or similar. Or if you have to give somebody advice that is going through the same thing you are, you feel what they are feeling. You understand that feeling. So if you have a good heart, you're going to do what you can for that person. Well, some people take it an odd way uh you know back in the day it was witchcraft or magic it was it was able to see or feel more than I, it's hard to explain because it's just something that happens with every civilization they call them healers they uh empaths, uh, some magicians, it just, it's been studied through the ages, and at, at one point the church didn't like it, and, you know, they had their thing, and, you know, it <clears throat> lasted for centuries, but being able to feel is one thing, but trying to understand it is a whole different ballgame, um, I... Ever since I have gone through the program that I went through, I've been able to look at myself more and what I want to make my soul feel better about me to try and repent for all the bad that I had done. And I would have these situations and these feelings where I would feel the other person's anxiety or I would feel their anger starting to boil up and I would then go off and tell them what they wanted to hear just to calm the situation down. Even though it wasn't what I wanted, it was what was needed at the time. So... I started to look into it more because it, it is a controlling thing. It makes you, I don't know, um, it makes you want to depend more on people um, and less on yourself. You fall into that category or escape into a world just so you can get along and everybody's feeling good about themselves, everybody's happy, but then you lose yourself. And a lot of people go into that, and it's hard to get out of because you end up feeling like you're sacrificing everything that you've done for these other people 
just to make yourself happy and it makes you feel selfish and in some cases no there are times where you've got to be you you've got to do your thing so going through all this I started watching this program called lie to me Tim Roth is an awesome actor there's some great great storylines in it but the main thing that made me watch it over and over and over again was the fact that it gives you that science, the studying behind the, the facial tics, the, the um, anxiety points, the anger points, what to look for when the body is naturally telling you that you're, you're being lied to. You know, those experiences and learning these things on how to judge your feelings and try to understand the other person's. You know, it, if you're able to feel it, then you've got to learn to understand it. Because if you don't and you go off the wrong direction of what you're actually feeling, it'll hurt not only you but the individual themselves. You lose friendships that way. You lose marriages that way. So, you know, a lot of times I just shut up and listen. You know, let it all come out. Then I can judge in that moment what I need to do. It's got to be something that both of us can get out of understanding and not being hurt. And that's hard to judge. That's hard to do unless you know that person inside and out. There's no way you can do it with a stranger until you're really, really good at it. And the only time you know you're really, really good at it is if you sit down and play poker. Go to a casino. Go to a bar tournament. And you sit and you play poker. That's when you know you're able to read people in a good way. You can figure out somebody's tell or somebody's pattern. If you can figure out how they think and how they react, then you can do the judging with the experience that you have gained and figure out a way that peaceful for everyone. But don't sacrifice too much of yourself. Okay? I know it's a slippery slope, but having those feelings, it, empathy is, it's a rough one, man, because you can sit and watch the news, and they give you all these shit stories all night long about politics, about the war, about everything, but at the end of the night, they got that last feel-good story in there, you know? Hoping that you can forget about that pain for a little bit that's got you all scrambled up, man. Because watching the war in itself and watching these people suffer while I sit here, I it just, it, it angers me. You know, that's, my Scottish blood just boils. Oh, but I really can't do anything about it. And I sit there and see all that. And then at the end of the night, they give us that good American story. 
all is well until the next day, new cycle, as it starts up all over again. It's amazing the things that happen for uh, uh, land. Anyway, back to empathy here. Um, mentally ill individuals that have walls going up, they're automatically sensing. They're, it, it, that is the mind and the heart both connecting when your mind is telling you, uh-uh, no, 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 and your body is reacting the same way, you have to go with it. I mean, when you have a mental illness, your mind's already wired in a different way. You're thinking totally different than everybody else. Your structure is in a different form. So, as things progress in life, as all these anxieties come up and all these new adventures happening, you're, when you're bottled up inside, keeping things in, it, it has a tendency to explode if you're not controlled. And you, you've got emotional triggers if you're bottled up. And you're feeling everybody around you, your parents, your, your family, your loved ones, your husband or your wife, your children, you're feeling. And a lot of times, if you're depressed with this, you're feeling like you're not good enough for what you have. You haven't earned it. And you, you, your mind is getting these feelings from these individuals in your life. And you're reading them the wrong way. That can spiral you down. And if you're feeling these things. And you're not able to judge them correctly. You're not able to understand why. You, you got to reach out. You've got to. Because you're feeling all these emotions from everybody around you and they're going the wrong way that's going to that's going to spiral that's trouble and a lot of people reach out in different ways you don't know how you don't know it it can be deadly for not only the individual but for people around okay so those of us that can feel and have been through all these kinds of situations and have the experience. We'll have that gut feeling. We'll have it. We'll feel it. Something will trigger it. Then you have to judge it to where you both are at peace. And the only way you're going to do that is talk them into it. Tell them how you feel. Judge what they need and want to hear. And then be honest. Because if you lie, it will come back to you. Trust me. It is a boomerang. And it will do more damage than getting you out of trouble. Okay? You have to structure your mind to be able to experience, judge, understand 
what you are dealing with. Now, there's also a TV program that I like very much. It's called Bull. It's on CBS. They get into the science. When they see and they judge and react to the science part of the reactions of people when they're being talked to, you can see it. If you seem lie to me, then go to bull or bull to lie to me. It doesn't matter. You will see so many different patterns that you have missed in your life and that you are actually still missing. You're actually going to recognize so many different people reacting the same way and you just recognizing it. Mm. That kind of shit right there that can make and break relationships. When you start to understand how you're able to feel and judge without hurting, you start to understand how other people feel in that, that situation. You start to understand the situations that you have dealt with in your past. I have, personally, and I made a whole lot of mistakes without even realizing it. And now, I'm hoping and praying that anybody that can listen to these can understand that they've got to hone in on your skill. You've got to work your brain to where it's automatic. Being mentally ill, you have the ability to work on your brain. Trust me, it's weird as I'm saying it, but every night before I go to bed, I start my own dream of what I want to do. And then I drift off and let my mind do it. <clears throat> and when I'm daydreaming, I've got some actual time for my mind to relax. It's the same thing. I let my mind take its course. And a lot of it's positive because right now I am at a good place in my life. I don't have the anxiety on my shoulders that, you know, makes my life a tragic comedy. I know they're there, but I'm not letting it take me down. Okay, I've surrounded myself in a good, positive space. So, I know that I can work on my mind. I'm taking college courses. And I'm talking to people and family more often. I'm trying to bring that hope and love into my life. Because hate and fear is the mind killer. Pain and simple, man. And uh, when you're feeling somebody else's pain and you recognize it, you, you automatically, if your mind is ready, if you feel like you're ready, try to put your 
itself in their place. See if instead of telling them that you understand, just tell them you're there to listen. You, you, do you remember when you went through something similar? What would you have needed done for you? Well, pay it forward. Okay? Having empathy, being an empath, you have that ability to help. Judge or not, it doesn't matter. We do it automatically anyway. That's why I always say it. Okay? But judge it in a good way. In a way that you can help get that person through it. Having the ability to feel the emotions. When you feel anger, the first thing I want to do is back off. I need to take a step back. Because that is really negative and we need to think about this before it goes any further. You know, that, and when you feel the sad, or you feel the anxiety, or you feel the joy, you actually are able to sense the happiness or joy. Uh, you hear great news for somebody. That, you know, that's awesome. Let them describe it to you. Because that right there, to them, that's a moment in their memory. And if they can describe to you how they're feeling about it, well, that even makes it better for them. And that puts you in that good memory. Okay? So, you know, you're getting just as much back as they are. So, it can be used in so many great ways. Just feel and understand what that person's going through. And see if you can help. If not, just listen. Help guide them. Maybe they'll talk themselves into a solution. You know, that's the fun part. It's fun, and I have witnessed it. An individual actually talking themselves into their own solution, and it's a win-win for them. Okay? So... All in all, during this podcast, if you feel like you have the ability to feel what others are feeling, work on it. The programs that I've, I've talked about in this, there's others out there as well, YouTube as well. There's a crew of guys out there that watch interviews and judge them and give you what they critique body language wise. And they're really good. So, work on it, you know, and it's also great for your brain, you know, exercise it, but this is leading into the last segment, this is the critic's cage about movies and music, tonight, the first, the inaugural, Conan, not only the Barbarian, but the entire Conan series. Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger will always be number one. It will always be that one. It was my favorite movie growing up. It was my favorite movie getting old. It will always be my top five pick. 
But then you got the Conan the Destroyer. Well, Walt Chamberlain with a mace is not as sexy as Grace Jones with a toothpick. That Grace Jones knocked it out of the park. And Mako was awesome too. But that little thief dude really aggravated me. And then, of course, you got Conan. We love Conan. And then there you've got the side note. Red Sonya. Yeah, we won't get too much into that one. But, you know, Red Sonya is iconic. So we got to give a shout out to that. But the little midget dude was awesome. I liked him. He was cool. So then you've got Jason Momoa. Now, I love Jason Momoa. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, yes. Okay. Jason, this hot Jason, hot, hot Aquaman. Anyway, Jason Momoa playing Conan. Now, I love the storyline, period, because of the fact they put Conan as a pirate. And anybody who knows the comic book series, Conan was a pirate for a while. He loved it. So, and then you've got Jason Momoa. <clears throat> so, that's already, you know, plus two on my scale. And, actually, the storyline, the beginning part of the movie is excellent. And you've got the, the dude from Sons of Anarchy pulling out his son out of his wife's stomach during a battle. Come on, man, that's iconic. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So the Conan series, period, it 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 it's in the cage for a week for me till the next episode. But all in all, folks, tonight's episode is inaugural. We got two segments in. We are having fun. Love you all. Peace. Being bipolar doobie out. This is the end of the program, where I basically tell you this is the end of the program. So, you will stop listening now because it's the end of the program. Remember, this is the end of the program. So, subscribe. If you want to hear more, get a hold of me. But this is the end of the program, so stop listening. This is it. Welcome to Doobie's Madness. This is the end of the program, so you can stop listening now. It's okay.